second episode of the workshop podcast we discuss the goings on in the gym we discuss shows our show and thoughts on other shows and training what else is there we'll pull it closer i fucking did man okay So, what podcast number? 705. Uh, Four. So, 12. so GH Gym. Oh, no, the workshop, sorry, at GH Gym. The second. <laughs> the second Saturday night podcast. Um, so where are we now with the gym? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, you spent all day up the scaffolding yesterday painting. Yes. So, the gym gym. Yeah, the larger unit of the two is starting to take shape. It's been, what, about four or five weeks now? Yeah. Um, the, I'm sure you, you remember the cleaning phase and the trying to get to the grips with the just the enormity of the mess which you know we're getting through it daily um, we're working on it so today really has just been again a little bit more cleaning and what have you but as you say yesterday I think was the biggest transformation day that was the day you could see the biggest changes in really a relatively short space yeah. Um, so that's all painted, and again, it's not completely finished in there as far as painting is concerned, because as we were saying earlier about uh, the little bit of titivation and what have you, so we got to do in there as well. Yeah, but you say the majority, as in what we needed the scaffolding for oh, yeah. and the paint sprayer, etc. So obviously, you know that can the scaffold can be dismantled and taken away on yeah. Monday, which is going to look like it's bigger again um you know but essentially we can start hopefully this week at some point putting flooring in and then work out uh, the best day of uh, moving all the equipment yeah but again the thing is i know how eager you are for that to happen but there's so many things as well that still got to be put into place um and i know as everybody keeps saying roman built in a day Christ, we fucking realise that. Um, but it's trying to do it as effectively, quickly, but um, we can to make sure we can get people in there working out and everything else. But bottom line is, we're just trying to do as much as we can ourselves. You know, we've had a couple of little helpers here and there, which have been a great help. But on the whole, it's just been obviously the two of us. Um, which is great because I mean that's what we do we just get on um, but unfortunately some of the jobs that need to be doing in there is um, not out of our remit but they're big jobs now and I think that's the bit that's going to be most frustrating is this jobs that are really out of our hands well you like the building work etc mm. yeah, yeah we're not sort of bricklayers or plumbers that's the problem well I give it a go yeah I know but you say 
when you're doing 12 hour days with clients yeah it's difficult to fit it all in yes and as we say we're trying our best hence why it always ends up that it's a saturday night that we're doing a our podcast because obviously we're working through days off through everything which again i i'm not moaning about at all but of course then you as fast as we want to go forward we can only go forward at the pace of time we've got left to do it which is probably the most frustrating part about it maybe yeah but you know and but essentially things are moving forward with the gym yes so that's cool we had our show oh last weekend a week ago that is to say a surprise in that week it was only last week but it's yeah I say so much has gone on since then but I mean we obviously with what went on with the old gym and what we're in the middle of doing with this um, I think you know the show went really well um, probably better than what I expected because obviously there was not as much promotion as I would have liked because we were obviously busy doing other yeah. things but it went well um but i think as far as yourself myself and laz went we were getting to that stage of like uh, we don't want to do another show but i think after the show and the feedback we had as in um how much everybody enjoyed it it's like yeah that's why we do it yeah but you can say that really after every year because we put so much into it um and we do enjoy the day but again it's the feedback that's what keeps us going and really that's what's kept us in bodybuilding all these years is seeing what everybody else gets from it you know and as far as how much they enjoy themselves on the stage how much their families and friends um, understand after show day why they do it um, and the support we get from not just fellow bodybuilders but from local businesses and everything else that have been with us for you know so long but it's just the whole day it's all about the competitors <coughs> and they, I think they really appreciate that and that's why they enjoy yeah, the show and um, I'm not sort of aiming this at any one in particular it's difficult with um, the larger organisations and I think that's where when you're pretty much an independent as we are now okay um, the show doesn't lead to anything as in a British at the moment a British finals or anything like that but um, we had okay it wasn't a massive amount of competitors but we had some very good quality sort of high level competitors and the feedback is that they have enjoyed doing our show much more than a higher level show and i think yeah but as we always say it's always quality of quantity yeah yeah and and, uh, as i said to somebody when they messaged the night of the show how did it go and i said brilliant you know because and i said i'm measuring the success of shows in different ways than we used to not not so much us but like everything that we were involved in you know like when we used to go to the Arnold and there'd be a thousand competitors the problem is with that I think nobody really enjoys it because the competitors don't get their time on stage they're rushed on and off Um, 
but then the judges the backstage people everybody that you've got helping out they don't really enjoy it because it's so it's just so much pressure, so much pressure that they don't yeah. enjoy it but when it's yeah you know a, a smaller show the competitors really enjoy it because they get their time on stage mm. their friends and family get to see them performing they and but then the backstage staff and everybody else involved is so much more relaxed, you know, and it's just a much better atmosphere yeah. all around. So I'd take 40 happy people over 200 and you're getting complaints left, right and centre, yeah. you know, any yeah. day. And I mean, the thing is, though, we do appreciate and understand what the competitors go through to get there. And as we say, they should have their time on the stage. You know, and all right, just because the fact it wasn't um, necessarily the biggest show, but again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there's two, four, or uh, as you say, 204. Everybody should have their time and the respect that they deserve knowing what they've gone through. And I mean, the thing is though, we've supported Body Power since day one and they've supported us. Um, so to be able to go under that banner as well, you know, it's just, it's now known as Body Power Wales. That's, that's what they, you know, people refer yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. You know, and as I said, that's, that's brilliant. So it's already making his mark, you know, and so many people have said how much they enjoyed it and, you know, what they got from it and everything. But already they're talking about doing it again next year. Exactly. And, you know, we had, so, for the last year was essentially well, was the, yeah we were running shows in that venue for the longest time but it was essentially the first Body Power Welsh last year but then the two overall winners came back last year, yeah. one yeah. won and one didn't but they, but the, irrespective the, the person who didn't win their overall title back was still happy with everything yeah. uh, that went on on that day um, but we also had people who competed for the very first time we had people who have been competing for a long long time and then we had people who haven't competed for 20 years stepping back yeah. on that stage so you know we had a, a massive variety but but quality exactly yeah all quality athletes you know and say there wasn't one person on there that didn't deserve to be up there you know but also whilst they were up there even if they were there for the first time or as you say for God knows how many times after they first began, the respect that they had was equal. Yeah, no, I think, not that it's going to be anything that we're going to get involved in, but I think that there's um, an opening for whether it's an existing federation or a new federation that specifically set out to make shows smaller and just do more of them if necessary mm. because you say when you've got that 100 plus competitors it just becomes a bit of a cattle market but just to limit it to 50 competitors you can be with 50 you could be done with a run through show by four o'clock everyone's happy they've all got their time on stage they go home they can have food or they can go out or whatever if they've got work the next day they're not finishing that late there's a, i think there's a massive opening for that because all it seems to me at the moment is there's a battle of who's the biggest who's the best but as you said 
is quality and I'm sure people would agree and I'm not just talking shows you know it goes for training it goes for business it goes for so many areas of life in general quality beats quantity so I you know there's I think there's a massive opening yeah. for that and it but of course if you do it like that and and you say close capping but also then if you know that it's going to finish at a reasonable time you'll probably find that the audience will stay for the whole thing yeah you know because of course when you're dragging it into the nines the tens the elevens the twelve o'clock midnight and you're waiting for your you know your loved one to come on stage people are giving up by then including the competitors so you'll probably find that not only do they stay but the audiences will probably be a little bit bigger because they can bring their children they can because it's not too late for them mm. so it's far more a, a family event but you'll as i said you'll find that the uh, the spectator will stay the whole time then nobody wants to rush away because the show they know is going to finish at a reasonable hour exactly so yeah you know there's definitely room for um embracing that and as you say may maybe smaller and more often just like your meals as opposed to one big hearty hearty meal and you think oh fuck that i'm stuffed but you know i i agree because it was it was good fun and we all yeah, enjoyed the day because i know won't <coughs> dwell too much more on this but you say if you're running trying to run big shows all the time you have to have a big team of officials there mm. and like not and they're basically giving up their time anyway so it, you know like, as we used to do years ago like pretty much every weekend yeah. it becomes a chore you know but well, if you have smaller shows you like for example you can run a small show with three judges yeah not so much it became a chore but it was it wasn't as much fun no because you know as you say it's just you don't have chance to speak to the competitors you know, you just run in past them to try and get things done, which, okay, it was horses for courses. But Saturday, it was great because we had time when the show was finished to speak to Morris, every single competitor, every official, you know, so it was just so much more friendly. And we were still home by half four. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, nobody, yeah. nobody, oh, oh yeah, oh, it was only small. Oh, God, they had no competitors. It was nothing whatsoever to do with that. It was just to say what we did have was quality. They had total respect. We all had time to socialise after, which to me is absolutely brilliant. I mean, that's another story we won't go into at the moment about, you know, them and us. But it's always about the competitors. And everybody that we've spoken to since thoroughly enjoyed the day. So, in my book, again, win-win. Yeah, exactly. Question. Mm -hmm. How do you find running shows now compared to back in the like from the promoter's perspective? Yeah, but when you you know, it's not a bad question. What did you know? What's it like to run shows now compared to um, before? But when you think before the introduction of bikini and men's physique, if you had thirty competitors, woohoo! You know, we've yeah, had exactly. A good day. So yeah, you know. So I mean, the thing is, even now some federations have not introduced those categories and they are lucky to get 30 competitors which that's cool the introduction of other categories which in turn has allowed more competitors to come on board and it the only way you can describe then really with that amount it just diluted the experience for the competitor 
and what we did over the last two years with the Body Powers Welsh is we've brought back that um, experience, the enjoyable experience of being um, a competitor, taking part in a show, a local show, that their family and friends could come and also they were respected and they enjoyed themselves as well. So what has happened is actually it's just gone full circle and we're giving competitors the experiences they used to have and that's why they enjoyed it, um, part, um, competing and why that's why they want to come back next year. But that's the thing isn't it now you know um, because of the advent of the internet that that's why businesses you say okay high street shops I, you'll see where i'm going with this now are like losing out to the internet so people are buying are going into experiences more than like shopping or whatever because they can do that online but you can't go yeah okay you can watch things live and whatever but it's not the same going to a show so that's having an experience yeah. But surely you want those experiences to be enjoyable and not dragged out all day. Yeah, and it's, 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 losing its, it's losing everything it wants then and then it becomes a little bit tedious for people. But for the competitors as well, because one thing um, I ask my judges is if they're willing, yes, they go and have loo breaks and what have you, and they'll, you know, we do a little bit of rotation and what have you, but there was no interval um, with this one. And everybody really appreciated that because then it meant they didn't have that get ready, pump up, get ready, pump up. Oh, we're going to have a half an hour interval, which never ever any show is half an hour. It always goes yeah, it's on longer. Yeah, yeah. So for the competitors as well, getting themselves um, all ready to go on stage, pumped up, ready to go. And then lo and behold, an hour later and they're still not on the stage. So to me and as I always said when I was ever I was judging I would rather have my interval at home the same as everybody else so of course we just kept that show running smoothly it ran on time every single competitor when they were asked to pump up come to the stage that's exactly when they came on you know it moved so well and everybody thoroughly enjoyed it there was something else I was going to say but I can't remember must have been good hmm no. No. Go back to shopping. <laughs> Some of you said Experience. Um. Yeah, what you buy for tea today? I don't know because you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but in amongst all this, trying to get the gym sorted. We had the show, obviously, that's come and gone now, so you know, um, there's just but even that, no, 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 no this is one I'm gonna say, but what an effect! I know we've, we all know about the fire, but what an effect that fire had on every aspect of everything we do. Because obviously, when we started to get ourselves ready for show day, um we've got things that we put away for the show like the show box the heights the weights the scales the slips the the medals any anything pens pencils exactly yeah. the lot gone even to the extent you know and i didn't think we'd have to do this excuse me but going to buy um paper clips 
because we didn't even have a paper clip it was all gone the whole lot of it yeah so it was like starting again really yeah so even though we've been doing shows for years and years and years it was like it was like the first show ever because we were buying things that we bought you know you just acquire along the years but um you know so even that you know when we come to doing the show you think you're moving forward and then all of a sudden there's a reminder that the fact that how devastating that um facility and how it just been totaled from just stupid little things like office equipment and things like that the yeah. guillotine <laughs> a pair of scissors just stupid things yeah but um so i think as well that's why the day we were both so glad that it ended up to be so successful because then it just made up for all that yeah unnecessaries that we went through first yeah exactly we say but with the show and like you say everything we're trying to do in the gym we're still trying to keep up with our own training as well are we yes oh, okay. but I was just to say what's the split now yeah it's like legs chest shoulders arms prime prime handle day yeah yeah, yeah. it's not back day anymore it's prime handle day <laughs> that's been erased from our memory banks um but yeah because um, and that's essentially why well anybody gets involved in this whether they end up being a competitor or you know say we've ended up you know running the gym running shows and all the rest of it it's because you start because of you train first and it's that's still part of you know what we want to do every day if we can yeah but you know I was just thinking about when we first started training together um, just about 1988 wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, but how? Because um, I was talking to one of the, the girls, um, and how not just um, women's ideals of training, but how the acceptance of the female form evolving now. Um, you know, whereas um, fits the new thin and and you know and all that sort of thing. Whereas, say years ago, when we first started training, there were so few females training, and almost when you did say that you went to the gym and you picked up weights, you almost looked like it was just frowned upon. But then it was acceptable to wear, it was acceptable in the eighties, um, padded shoulders. But now the girls want the shoulders the same size as the padded shoulders without the padding. Yeah. So I mean, training is taking such a positive turn but so for us to keep in it and keep training like we do is keeping that um spirit certainly for women alive that it is acceptable and they, they can evolve because we was just, i was saying to somebody about still that if you're not a, um training to be a bikini competitor you just look like one and then it's almost like well why do you want to keep training but it's just so good now that so many of the girls want to train because they want to evolve. So I'm seeing a lot of the girls coming out of bikini and going into the figure classes now, which is, to me, is a really good thing. I mean, we said that right at the beginning when bikini and men's physique started. Well, 
eventually those people yes. are gonna you know if they enjoy their training they're gonna grow out of those classes because if they if they wanted to stay in those categories they're gonna have to curtail their training because they'll get too big mm. and you know we you we've seen that happening you say a lot with the the girls but there's a, a lot of men's physique competitors you know yeah they're, they're sort of moving up they're going in because obviously you've got classic bodybuilding now it's sort of it's almost that progression and i think it it is starting to happen a lot more yeah but even then when you think of the muscle models and you know the fitness model and things like that again but could you say then that there's too many categories? Probably not, because I think then, as far as I'm concerned, bodybuilding is inclusive. So if you can include as many people as possible, and I think offering those facilities, uh, those categories rather, uh, bringing people in that may not go on the stage because they don't feel as if they're a female bodybuilder or a male bodybuilder. So offering the different categories i think is making it far more um inclusive you get a lot more people on stage yeah but also then looking at it from you know say a show promoter's point of view when you've got 20 plus categories then you've got that many trophies and all the rest of it you know but do you think rather than having you know junior open masters and you know in a lot of categories it's it's too many but of course then i'm gonna stop thinking of as, as a show promoter and again it's just, as i said it's all about inclusion so if all right if you take those categories out and you've only got six sets of trophies to buy if you've only got six sets of trophies to buy you're only gonna have really spectators of six trophies worth of yeah bums on seats maybe but also then look at it from the uh, an audience point of view when you've got you know from their eyes maybe like I said I don't, I mean, obviously I can't speak for everybody but when you've got what seems like category after category of the same thing whether it's bikini physique bodybuilding you know, because again, in bodybuilding, you know, people say, "Oh, well, there's not so many bodybuilders." Well, there is because, but you've got juniors, you've got first timers, you've got novice, you've got, you know, you've got yeah. over forties, over fifties, over sixties. You've got exactly. height or so weight when, categories. When so then, say, yeah, but as you say, when people say that bodybuilding is getting less and less, well, it isn't because as you say, all you've done is all those categories are bodybuilders, all of them. But if you then shut those offers off people will probably be a little less um willing to compete mm. because they think they're going and up against big boys but then i suppose what we did say just looking at our show um is that we had on registration i said there was a lot of categories because mm. we had junior a lot open and masters but then on the day depending on the number of entries we had well some of them we amalgamated didn't we mm. but as long as you tell the competitors beforehand you know because then you just say to them look what's the point of you going on stage with one or two of you wouldn't you rather be in a category of half a dozen or more yeah. and then most of them will go well yeah actually so then I, and that's the beauty of it when you're independent in inverted commas because 
basically you don't have to stick to an organization's rules you can go prime example was on registration one of the guys who was in the masters said to you can i use props and he was like yeah you know crack on yeah. you know whereas i know i know organizations have got to have their their rules and it's like it just becomes a bit ridiculous sometimes it's like years ago in the one organization how many you know i went used to go home with pockets full of earrings because yeah. they had you might have somebody with an eyebrow pierced or a nipple pierced and you know they'd make them take them out and it's like well can you still judge their physique if somebody's got an eyebrow piercing yes you can mm. so it just becomes almost ridiculous and that's what i'm saying when when it's an independent like that it's you're not making it up as you go along but there's things so that you can be a little bit more relaxed on some things absolutely yeah and you know you, a couple of them uh, how, how, how long can my posing routine be well as long as you're not going it's 15 minutes I can have fun, crack on, you know. It's this, if I gotta do this pose in my eye walk, if I gotta do this, it, just relax, have fun, you know. And even one of the um, competitors said about um, his trunks, you know, they gotta be this size, they gotta be this width, they gotta be this color. They got as long as they cover everything you need to cover, crack on, don't worry about yeah, it, exactly. just enjoy your day. But. Um, how do we back, get back onto the show? I thought we were talking about training. I don't know. Mm. But, anyway. Anywho. What about training then? What about it? Game changer. Absolute game changer. What? Those handles. <laughs> you love a prime handle, don't you? So much so that when we move the gym over to the bigger and then, you know, we get more sort of lap pull downs, low pulley rows, we're going to get another full set of Definitely. handles. Definitely. You know, you know and something we said in um, a video we did this week about wrists and definitely without doubt those handles have changed my wrists because of course the thing is we rely on straps and not everybody does I get that but we use straps when we do in back and but the amount of tension that puts through the wrist yeah true um, and pressure and stretching whereas of course those handles completely yeah. eradicates that probably yeah I'm thinking about it now I probably am mm. not complaining about my wrists as much definitely because of course when you think we put that strap and we use and if you're going to use the strap you rely on the strap yeah, that's yeah, the whole yeah. point well, yeah exactly so of course the thing is when you think all that weight and all that tension and power you're pulling with your wrist you're not pulling with your hand because of course it literally when you've got a strap on you only got <laughs> <laughs> when you've got a wrist strap on yes you put you literally it's only a couple a of fingers <laughs> shut up Laz. it's only a couple of fingers that's actually holding you in there because you're pulling everything through the wrist but now with those handles i get i got nothing in my wrist no i suppose you're um, essentially hyperextending your sorry wrist. i'm just going to point out the route this episode has just taken when you said when you've got a wrist strap on there's only a couple of fingers holding you in place so um yeah, go, b- go back to what you were doing now. Right? It's I, I, not the mouth that comes out. Mum the took it there, it not me. No, you took it there. No, you just. The Laszlo, you just took it further. I'm not the one who said strap on, Dad. <laughs> well, I didn't either. 
So, um, <laughs> so yes. Any gym owners out there, I would recommend Prime Fitness handles. I know this sounds like oh. a bit of an advert, but you know, no, no, we're no. not nothing to do with the company or the people who distribute them in the UK. Or even if your gym owner doesn't want to buy them, it might be worth you investing yourself. So, you know, if you want to message me, you know, and find out, I'm not going to sort of advertise no, it, where we got you know, from. As but, I said, um, I, I, everybody takes a piss out of me. But Prime Handle Day. Exactly. You know, you, as everybody knows, chess is my thing. But since Now, back is your thing. Absolutely. Prime Handle Day is your thing. I've had those because, again, it's completely pain free. But also, then, you know, looking at it from a gym owner's point of view, all you're doing is instead of thinking, oh, you know, trying to keep up with the latest equipment, oh shit, I got to change that machine, I got to spend another three, four grand. It's like, well, buy some handles, and you've changed, yeah. you know, so many different things. So yeah, you, you it's know, a win-win, I'd say, all round. Yeah, but as I say, it's just I'm finding that everybody that um, I'm working with and they have a go. Every one of every one of them is the same. So it's, this is not as if oh my, you know it's just me having a you know a good time because every single client with their strap on and holding it with their two fingers is having fun, you know. But again, if you if it means you get a better feeling in the back, which so many people just can't connect to, which I mean I don't get that, but yeah. you know, um, but I work with people to try and make sure that they do get a connection to every muscle group. But with the prime handles, they're getting it instantly. So, you know, it's making my job easier as well. Yeah, yeah. Very good. I'm enjoying that. Must admit, enjoying the um, belted squat as well at the moment. Doing a lot with that, but for all sorts of different reasons. For me, I'm getting a, a nice little workout on that for my um, RDLs as well. I'm finding that really good. On yeah, that. and sometimes it's about um, thinking, like, what else can I use a piece of equipment for? No. I'll tell you something about that. <laughs> Go on. One of um, one of the members works away a fortnight at a time. Yes. And he was telling me what he did in there on Wednesday. She was telling me Thursday. Going on from what you say about um, looking at a piece of equipment and think what you can do with it. When he's away, he works out of <laughs> I know you're gonna say a that. hotel gym, and um, he thought, "Hmm, it's got everything I need here. It's got you know dumbbells, everything, but there's nothing to do a shoulder press on." So, um, so he said, "In my infinite wisdom, I thought, oh, I'm gonna there's a leg press there. I'm sure I could." Hmm. So he went on. He went on the leg press. Stood, straddled the, the seat and went over, started pressing, and he was pressing the leg press. So it was chocolate. So he thought, on Wednesday, he thought, oh, I'll have a little go on that one. But unfortunately, our leg press, the one he used, one is very heavy, and two is an automatic release. So he straddled the seat, went, <laughs> went under it. Straight up now. <laughs> 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 Come on, the leg press. As he starts to push up, 
the cost of release, didn't it? So of course he's trying to push it up, and he's going, doo, 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 and going lower and lower. But of course there was no there was nothing for it to hook back on. So he literally went so far back that he was actually now sat in the seat. So sometimes it's all well and good looking at a piece of equipment and seeing what else you can do with it. But be reasonable and be safe. Now yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. And like I said, I'm all for variety, but actually when you were telling me the story, I was thinking about what sometimes you see people doing, like um, trying to do triceps on like a, a um, the arm of like a seated leg curl, or like, you know, you get the um, assisted chin and dip machines and they do tricep pushdowns on, on the yeah. seat and things like that. It's like, uh, yeah, great, but do a tricep pushdown on a cable instead. You know, it's like great you know variety is all cool but we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here like you said an rdl on the belt squat was i mean essentially it's like it's using it as um like putting a handle on a cable yeah. but with a like the cable machines you don't normally get that stretch but, but on the don't forget the cable machine is always in front of you yes on whereas that, this is directly right below you yeah. so so that's what i'm saying yeah. it's about thinking about what you're doing as well not just oh oh look at me i'm doing um a, a glute bridge on um on a lion leg curl or whatever you know yeah. so but again you know i don't mean to be nasty but one of my number ones is um a hack squat and lean into the hack squat as opposed to using a hack squat properly yeah exactly you back against the bench the thing is you that see two things you so see dangerous y you see that like uh, either um, when they're facing a hack squat and doing a squatting motion it's like well your back is going to be out of line anyway um you know and it, it's yeah. all sort of wrong and also or they do an rdl on it and it's like you know you're putting so much pressure on your spine your neck and yeah. and everything else so it's like yeah lovely but, but think about what you're doing yeah but some pieces of kit are designed to be used one way yeah you know there's as you say cable you've got the variety shoulder pressing on the on a leg press i wouldn't say was one of them but as you say there's so many things you can do with um different things but as you say that's why we quite like pieces of kit that you can do more than one thing on yeah don't as well don't leg press on a fucking smith machine hmm. you know i've seen well now you can actually i've seen them where you can buy an attachment that it's like a leg press platform that you can put on smith okay which is fair enough but like i've seen and it's like uh, <sighs> again that's just you know oh look at what i can yeah just use a fucking leg press yeah. you know um because yeah because if you do something wrong you're gonna be fucked yeah. for a start so yeah and hence why the leg press that just went down and down and down and, and, down, 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 and yeah. down and down and then when he actually sat down and he had to get one leg up and then the other leg up and actually leg pressed it up in the you know in the manner is designed to do um, to actually rack it off and then when he got up he looked round and th thought thank fuck there was nobody there that watched him I wish I was there <laughs> oh, m more importantly I wish Laz was there with his yeah. camera yeah <laughs> so yesterday back to what we um, first started with and you know I'm really not just looking forward to it 
being done but I'm looking forward to on what you said there about Laz in his videos is that video came in on day one the very first day we walked in there and how it's evolved how it's moving forward and a lot of the time you're starting to see you know people are starting to see the smaller one evolve um, but I think everybody will have a big surprise when you know when you just see where it has come from and initially when we came in and a couple of people like my mum and what have you come in it was really you, you really you think you're going to do something in here and we both knew and as you say we went to see quite a few places yeah. in the lead up to choosing this one but it was just even we were offered um the landlords of this place to have one um this will do for now but then we'll have a brand new one and both of us said mm, we don't want a brand new one we could have gone to a brand new one anywhere but it's just the character and the the soul that's in yeah, this I place think, i think we were drawn to that's the thing and there's there are a lot of good gyms around sort of well-equipped gyms around mm. now but and again you know people can run their businesses the, the way they like but for me you know when we're going to be in it all day it'd be nice to sort of have somewhere with a, one a bit of character but also um i think it just adds to the the atmosphere and you know that i remember like when jamie was home before and like, when he came back to the gym Mm. when when it was still there and Darren and because Darren had never been there and he walked in and he was like oh yeah this is you know straight away you know and there wasn't many people in there at that time of day and it was like oh yeah this is you know and I just want to have that where people walk in yeah okay we want the place to look good you know there's going to be a, a good level of equipment but you still want to have that sort of atmosphere when the people walk in to think yeah, yeah this is a place of yeah. like yeah, and, and you where say, shit gets done. Yeah, and yeah, but that is it in in a nutshell. That when you come in, even now, when people come into the little one, and they know when they walk in there, it's for real. You know, they're not. You know, it's and it's gonna, as you say, it's gonna be clean. It's gonna, it's not really clean at the moment. Well, it is getting cleaner. Um, it's gonna be spotlessly clean. It's gonna be slick. It's gonna be, but it is. It's all about training. You know, mm. it's all about training. As we're going to try and make it look as good as it can possibly look, but the equipment is what's the most important. The atmosphere is about what's the, the most important. The aesthetics of it is going to be a bonus. Um, but as you say, at the end of the day, we got to be in here all day, every day. So to have it welcoming, um, not too clinical somewhere where you're going to come and train and train hard inspirational because obviously we want to try and keep um training videos and things like that playing all the time but also good support network and friendly atmosphere from the word go you know so hopefully we'll achieve that but the rest of it will come along with it then yes well so everything you just said Apart from that, we're done. Congratulations, guys! You did it.
You got stiff on it. Yeah, because the trouble is, it's like I, was trying, on. I was trying to talk around like that. So it's like, Why were you talking around like that? Because all I can see is the fucking thing otherwise. Ah, we'll fix that. Sounds like that. So I talk like that. Yeah, because mine's yeah. quite sort of side-on anyway, isn't it? So yeah. you just want it more like that. That would have been better. Thanks, Laz. Cool. It's a bit fucking late now. Well, we know for next time. Oh. So Thank you, Laz. Put them away or are going to leave it there? Just like that. Just turn them around like that, is it? Yeah. Just leave them like that. You're soon, isn't it? Okay. Oh, well. That's where you're at, is it? <laughs> cool. Thank you. There, there we are. That's better. Tight to the wall, man.